This is the You Need to Know podcast, putting the spotlight on black businesses you need to know that are serving our community. Now, here's your host, Tommy B. Hey, y'all, welcome to the You Need to Know Black Business Podcast. We are the podcast that really talks to business leaders, innovators, and opinion leaders in our community. Uh, You can check us out on SoundCloud and also on Apple Podcasts. Just search the You Need to Know Podcast and also on the castropolis.net network. You can check us out there as well. And I I tell you, I am excited to have this next guest uh, part of the podcast. And, and, you know, there's so much I could say to get this thing rolling, but I, I think there's a lot that a lot of people know, and there are a lot of things people don't know. But uh, he is a, and I'd like to refer to him as a, a music mogul. Uh, over 300 million in sales. I'm not even going to mention the groups because I'm going to leave that to him. <laughs> the number of groups that actually have been a part of of what he's done. Music World Entertainment. He is the founder and uh, also an author. Number one best-selling author. DNA of Achievers. Uh, 10 Traits of Successful Professionals, uh, recently uh, a book, Racism Through the Eyes of a Child, Reflection of Racism Through Childhood, Professor, Teacher, Mr. Knowles, you've done Xerox, you've done the corporate world. And and last but yeah, not I, least... I did, 20, I did 20 years of the corporate world, Thomas. First of all, how are you, man? Man, I am doing great. And, and, and shout out to... Your hometown, Gaston, Alabama, as well, Mister. <laughs> you, you know where Gaston is, huh? Absolutely. I spent four years in Alabama, so I got friends in Gaston, Birmingham, all around there, man. So, uh, oh, great, great. So, uh, really, uh, Mister Matthew Knowles is on the call. Mister Knowles, thank you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Thomas. All right, good deal. You know, I'm, I'm jumping right into it. Um, there's, there's been a lot of talk about the state of the music industry. A lot of talk about. Uh, I guess, cultural appropriation of R&B music. What are your thoughts on the current state of the industry, uh, Mr. Knowles? Well, you know, there's a, there's a, a flux in the industry right now, Thomas. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Sony does uh, next week and the following week as this is their year in uh, and their, their uh, fiscal year. Uh, and typically, in the industry kind of follow. It would be interesting to see how many layoffs that they have. Mm. Uh, but, you know, the, the industry has been impacted by technology, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's first and foremost. But in a good way, you know, uh, change is painful at first, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, we always make it better. So as we look at social media, we look at streaming, uh, I see all of that merging record labels, streaming, social media, those companies will begin to merge in the next three three years, and subscription will be uh, the uh, the way that everything will go. Wow. Uh, social media won't be for free. Mm-hmm. But, but when we look at, you know, uh, the cultural part of the music industry, you know, in my, my book, Racism from the Eyes of a Child, I, I talk about, uh, and, I, and I did a research because I this is my eighth year teaching at Texas Southern. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's a degree you can get called ERM, Entertainment Recording Industry Management. It's an Excellent. actual degree okay. program. Uh, and three years ago, I had my, my students do research. And the challenge was for them to research. When we look at colorism uh, in the marketplace, in the music industry, and we look at top 40 radio specifically. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's very interesting to note that over the 20 years, how we don't see any of our sisters that of our darker complexion. 
like a Kelly Rowland or, or others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just thought that was a very interesting bit of data uh, to understand how colorism at Top 40 Radio for Females uh, work. Wow. Do you think um, maybe the, the success of something like a Black Panther, uh, where you've got a much more diverse uh, African-American uh, cast will maybe reverse that image or that, that uh, you know, the, the way... Well, I think it's a philosophy that, that a lot of, you know, corporate America has. Wow. Uh, I, I, I went to see Black Panther, was very proud to, uh, did an incredible job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do, I, I, you know, it's done a billion dollars. Uh, and as you know, Thomas, you know, when you generate revenue, you get everyone's attention. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, I, yeah. and, and I noticed that, you know, this, this podcast is about entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. so uh, as well. And so I, I absolutely can tell you when something builds a billion dollars, now you, it'll be easier for the next one. Mm-hmm. Much easier. Okay. Do you think, and you mentioned, you alluded to digital social media and, and music streaming, and I heard your comment that everything is really going toward subscriber-based. Uh, you're going to have uh, situations where, you know, not necessarily people downloading, but streaming and, and having subscriptions. Um, how do you think that's going to impact traditional media, um, you know, in, in the future? Well, you know, I have a, a, my best friend just uh, purchased Ebony Magazine, and okay. we have this conversation all the time. Um, when you look at uh, magazines and you look at, uh, you know, traditional radio, um, they, they will be impacted. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be impacted. And uh, hopefully, you know, some of this, these types of companies are uh, making the changes that are necessary downsize it downsizing to to save costs mm-hmm. uh, but technology is the future um, I'm getting in technology uh, I have a e-learning platform nose Institute um, dot, and you can go to noseinstitute.com mm-hmm. and it's for entrepreneurship um, entertainment and music business and these are uh, continuing education courses online and, and education, colleges will be impacted by technology mm. because the student of the future is not uh, wanting to sit in a classroom. It's, it's funny you should mention that because you'll see now most of the prestigious universities are offering online from Harvard, uh, Syracuse, uh, USC. Just about everybody has to have a, an aggressive online program. So you're absolutely right. I mean, that, that, uh, that's where you have to be. Well, it's one of the areas, Thomas, that I, our HBCUs are far behind mm. and uh, yeah. they're going to have to quickly, quickly catch up. And for our listeners out there, you're, you're a Fisk grad, am I correct? I am. Graduate Proud Fisk graduate. There you go. Uh, you know, I, I met you, um, and, and you probably don't remember, you were in Dallas, Texas. Uh, you, you were just rolling out Destiny's Child. And, and you were at a, a, a seminar uh, addressing a crowd. And one of the things that impressed me was you were, of course, a parent. And most, in most cases, if you're in the industry, uh, you've got that helicopter parent or that hover parent that really doesn't know the industry. What, what right. really struck me about you was you, you really understood the business. I get uh, calls and, and questions all the time from parents who have kids who are actually very talented. How do they prepare? 
for their kids in the music industry? Well, it's a number of ways. I'll, I'll first tell my story, Thomas, and, okay. and then I'll, I'll answer your question. For okay. me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I had 20 years of corporate experience, you know, uh, being one of the first blacks, blacks to sell zero radiography for breast cancer detection, uh, being one of the first blacks to sell MRI CT scanners, being one of the first blacks to sell, uh, be a neurosurgical specialist. Then I had entrepreneurship experience, uh, 17 years uh, co-owning a, the number one hair salon in Houston, mm. Headliners. Uh, we made our first million dollars in 1983. Wow. Beyonce was one, one years old then. Um, <laughs> then, you know, we started House of Darion, the clothing line, and then sold it for $65 million. Wow. So I, had, I come from a different background. Entrepreneurship mm. runs, that bloodline runs in my family, the Knowles family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for me, it was easier I was ahead of the music industry, quite mm. frankly. Wow. But I humbled myself, and I went back to Houston Community College, and I took music management, music production, mm. uh, public speaking, because so I, I wanted to teach my, my artists how to com- communicate effectively, and I took publishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, but that still wasn't enough. Mm. I went to probably 20 to 25 seminars in my first three years. Wow. If there was a seminar, I wanted to learn. I wanted to ask questions. I wanted to network. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what you were doing in, in Dallas when I initially met you. So without a doubt, it paid off for you. Wow. Yeah. And that's what parents have to do. They have to. And you're so right, Thomas. Uh, you, you, you know, the industry frowns on parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I uh, don't think they should because there, if you did a percentage of how many successful parents versus uh, successful non-parents, you might be surprised as more successful parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because when you look at you know Michael Jackson, Brandy, Usher, um, and not on that, we look at Venice and Serena Williams, Absolutely. you look at Michael yeah. Jordan, you mm-hmm. look at uh, uh, the golfer, uh, Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had their, and, and in this case, a lot of fathers involved. That's true. That's true. I had a, um, a really interesting conversation with someone about icons and how, like, for example, uh, Tony Bennett uh, is embraced, let's say, by Gaga or Lady Gaga. Um, and you know, someone like a Clive Davis is is uh, is looked upon as as a great and an icon. Do you think we're we're celebrating our African American icons, especially in R and B? Are we, you know, dipping back into the knowledge of those who came before us enough? No, we're not. We're, we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 do a, a great job of trying to tear out our icons down. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than lift them up and rather, rather than celebrate them um, yeah. and, and listen to them. Because, you know, there's three, I always say there's three types of people, Thomas. There's, there's icons and these people, if you ever get the opportunity to talk with them, mm-hmm. you, they only have a few minutes and you have to be prepared and you've got to say what you've got to say and be succinct and, and, succinct and, and know what, what it is you're trying to, to, uh, to converse. So that's one type, the icons. And then you have mentors. 
And these are people that can help you, and you, sometimes it's as easy as asking, hey, I want to be the very best. Will you help me? That's what I did at Xerox. Hmm. I, I said to the branch manager, I want to be the number one sales rep. Will you mentor me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, these folks are, are folks that are successful and, and can help you. Yeah. And then there's the number two person. Mm. Um, and, and sometimes in, uh, I saw my first time I saw this uh, was someone who worked for me and she was giving a presentation and she said, I want everybody to lean over as far as you can. Mm. And then she says, the number two people we, we know, they weigh us down. Mm. Wow. They weigh us down because we don't have enough icons in our life or, or mentors in our life. Mm. We got a lot of number twos. Gotcha. You do a lot of teaching. Um, you mentioned uh, your your course and some of the things you've done or you're doing now. You're still doing that, am I correct, in Houston? I, as, as... I, I, I took a sabbatical this semester from Texas Southern, mm-hmm. uh, although I did lecture the other day. I also uh, teach grad school um, media entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but I did lecture the, uh, last week uh, and really enjoyed it. I'm writing so many books. I'm traveling so mm-hmm. much now that um, um, I had to get focus, and the key word is focus, <laughs> yes, uh, on what, what I'm doing mm-hmm. and then get back into next semester certainly will be teaching. First of all, let me say the fact that you're teaching and you're engaged, uh, that will hopefully fill, uh, fill the gap that we have, that knowledge gap. And, and, and we need more people like you uh, who've, who've, had that, who've had the experience teaching and, and actually giving them practical information. Because in a lot of cases, a lot of these kids only get theory. So uh, kudos to you. Uh, well, how do, well, you know, yeah, go ahead. You know, the thing that I say, Thomas, and I think this is important, mm-hmm. um, because they, you're just so right. I get so frustrated, um, even frustrated at Texas Southern, because you know sometimes the belief is, you know, theory, theory, theory uh, versus my philosophy. If you know what you're, if you live it. See, I live entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I live yes. music. So one of my courses is music management. I don't need a book. I am the book. <laughs> you see it every day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 How, what do you foresee the industry in five years? What is, what is it going to look like? Well, you see, again, a reduction in force. There, there, I mean, I don't even know if there be needs. There still be needs, so small needs for a record label, but you'll see record labels decreasing, decreasing. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to go directly to social, you know, uh, to streaming. I mean, it'll be a, a peer-to-peer approach. Uh, you won't have to have a middleman. Uh, you're going to see the CD will be gone wow. uh, five years from now. It'll be over. Mm. Um, Nobody will be selling that. Nobody will it'd be. It will be like the cassette player five years from now. And, and for uh, what I've heard, that, Best Buy I think is is pulling all CDs from their stores by July, by this this July. Yeah, Best Buy and then Target will come after them, and then Walmart will come after them. Wow. That's what I predict. Wow. Uh, I think five years from now, terrestrial radio will be over. Wow. You will have digital radio. Uh, you know, you know, you can see right now when iHeart Media is talking about the financial difficulties they're having, mm-hmm. um, and and the young kids. I, 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 every every 
semester, I tally my three classes that I teach and probably less than 10% listen to terrestrial FM radio. Wow. They, they just don't. Mm. I mean, these kids, they have their phone and their headphones, and everything they need is on that phone with the headphones. Yeah. When they say disruption, digital disruption, it is uh, indeed a, a disruption. Mr. Knowles. But, but, the good yeah, thing, go ahead. but the good thing, Thomas, is it's an opportunity, though. It is, indeed. It is an opportunity. I mean, podcasting is an opportunity. It's such, you know, in terms of That's when you take a look well. at the number, the number of podcasts that have... Uh, that have popped up and, and accessibility, you know, it, it's, it, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Mr. Knowles, it is, uh, again, an honor to have you on the show. And, um, you know, again, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, remind people about your book, your new, uh, the new book that's out. Sure. My, my new book is Racism from the Eyes of a Child. Uh, it chronalizes me growing up in Gaston, Alabama, being one of the first in junior high, high school, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. The traumas that I, I had to go through uh, was a lot of it, and how I internalized some of that. Mm -hmm. uh, I opened very, uh, you know, very open in this book about uh, years of therapy, uh, and, and I wanted to be a, a role model for black men, hopefully, mm -hmm. that think going to therapy is a sign of weakness when it's a sign of strength. Uh, and I talk about, you know, racism, colorism. Uh, eroticized rage, uh, and, you know, it's, I'm getting so much dialogue and conversation regarding the book. Uh, so you can go to Amazon or you can go to my website, MatthewKnowles.com, and order the book and I'll sign it. So at MatthewKnowles.com, we, we can also find out more about your entrepreneurial efforts as well, correct? You can find out everything about all the things I've talked about. All right. Mr. Knowles, again, it, it, it's been a privilege to have you on the show Hopefully we'll have you back and, and just keep doing what you're doing. I, I mean, my my crew at the at the uh, at the podcast uh, from the Beehive uh, <laughs> had a list of questions and I said, "Now nah, we this this man's incredible. He's got a background." Yeah, you, that, uh, you you know you know the interesting thing that nobody's figured out. What's that? Who who owns the trademark for the Beehive? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not even going All there. Right. I'm not going there. All right, Thomas. <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> thank you so much, and, and you have a good day. All right, thank you. All right, take All care. Right, bye. You've been listening to the You Need to Know podcast, putting the spotlight on black businesses you need to know that are serving our community. Subscribe by going to castropolis.net. That's castropolis.net. Also, search You Need to Know podcast on SoundCloud. Interested in becoming a spotlight business on the You Need to Know podcast? Click on the Spotlight My Business link at the podcast page. Thanks for listening.